She has one kid you Okay. I am. I don't know how many kids she has, but now we're on air, so we can't say what we're talking about. So just cut that part out. No. <laughs> so casual. We just, you know, got into it so organically. That's my brand. Um, killer reactions, guys. I forgot. I always forget to say the name. <laughs> Uh, Killer Reactions with your host, me, Jasmine, and... Me, Gabby! Long-time friend, not a lot of on here. This is, like, what, like your third time? Yes, this is my third time. Is it? Fourth yeah. Time? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, like, looking at them, and I can't read that fast. But episode 31... Oh, my gosh. I know, So right? many. This I, is crazy. I can't believe it. We're coming up on, like, a year pretty fast. Yeah, in November. In November. But, like, I have three weeks where I didn't post. So, I didn't count those as episodes, though. So, like, we actually have, like, 31 episodes. Right. But I have, like, three weeks where I didn't post, because... Right. Yeah. I have a lot. Give her a I don't know. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, right. so... This week, I was like, I don't know who to do, like, every other week. <clears throat> so, I asked Jack, one, two, three, five different things to find somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Male or female, initials, dates, so, like, you know, 2001 to 2005 or 1990 to, what, like, whatever dates. Yeah. Um... Numbers, one, like a group of numbers, 1 through 10, mm-hmm. like whatever range you want. Oh, okay. And then a letter, just one letter. Okay. So he chose female, SS, 1900 to 1930, 3 to 5, and T. 1900 to 1930 is real ghosty era. And also, <laughs> not a big gap, I feel, for me. Yeah, um, that's true. That's very... For this specific amount of information. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Didn't find anybody. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is going to be a very... Nobody. Zero search results. <laughs> like, I pulled up. So, I was like, all right. Let me just do any female with SS. Like, yeah. Get the first two knocked out, right? Right. Then I was like, okay. Are any of them in that time frame? No. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right any of the same amount so three to five were like victims I was going for oh and um no and <laughs> the the letter was for a place so like Texas or Turkey or like something like that right no so I was like cool let me change the dates I asked him to like or not change the dates I was like change something Mm-hmm. And he decided to give me, like, 15 more years. So I was like, that is not. <laughs> 1945. Yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> they gave me nothing. So I was like, I don't know what to do. Because I was like, I, that was my whole plan. And so I decided to do the, you know, grown-up thing. And just wave my mouse over things and told him to tell me to stop. And then I'd right, pick yeah. something. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> so here are those two results. Okay. <laughs> First is Marvin Lee Irvin. Hmm. All right? Okay. I want you to give me your 
Your killer first reaction. Um, <laughs> the glasses are throwing me off. They're giving me really creepy vibes. They look, they make his eyes look like he's a frog. But other than that, uh, older people, serial killers or killers really scare me because I feel like with older people, there's an immediate kind of almost trust that like... You have with them? Right. Yeah. Like you're Which too old to Which is why I anything. never say... <laughs> Which is why I'm against old people. <laughs> I don't know. If, did we talk about that before? I don't hate old people. I just don't <laughs> like them as much. Um, no. Like, you know, people are always respect your elders. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. You respect people that fucking respect you. Like, no, no, no. That's true. It is 2020 now. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> I was like, no, I always literally thought, I'm like, why am That's I That's true. Yeah. Like, this person's yelling at me for no fucking reason, so I'm going to say yes? <laughs> That makes no sense. But yeah, anyways, that's him. He okay. looks like a frog to me. He, yes, yeah. Like that, uh, I think it's a meme. The Pepe one? The Maybe. green frog? That's always like, I think so. I, I don't feel like that was the face, but you got the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else saw it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting camera here, here, here. <laughs> All right, so he was born in 1950. Um, so when I read his thing, I read it really quick, and I saw that he was a former police officer, so I was like, oh, like, in the times, you know, like, <laughs> what? Police, like, brutality, <laughs> oh, and like, right. you know, yes. all of that that's uh-huh. being talked about right now. So I was like, <laughs> okay, what did, what, <laughs> I don't know, when you said in the times, I, <laughs> I don't know, I thought that was, like, referring to, like, that time when he was a police officer, oh. like, in the t- <laughs> Well, also 1950, I mean, it was the, what, 70s probably when he was a police officer? Yeah. So. Policing was probably very different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still brutal, but <laughs> less things solved, and, well, that's not even much better, because I feel like we have a long way to solve here. That's so true. Like, where did we come? This, it's crazy. There's a lot of stories that I've been hearing in the city, you know, that have happened while the protests have been happening and it's just like people have been found and the police just come and take them away there's no kind of like investigation right it's just like this happened and sorry which is yeah exactly it's terrifying that is so i was literally gonna say terrifying that is (laughs) fucking insane i know right it's nuts. What world do we live in? <laughs> I feel like we live in a simulation. Like, we have to. Yeah, we're we're breaking down right now. Yeah, like... You're seeing the cracks in the sand now. Like, the mom is throwing away the alien simulation project, yeah. and, like, we're in a dumb... Like, a landfill in an yeah. alien place, and, like, crumbling. And she's about to set it on fire. Yeah, like, I... <laughs> like, what's happening? It's Okay, anyway, so I, that's why I chose, like, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, right, related. Yeah. So, but there was not a lot on him, so I only have a very short amount, but the next one's longer. Okay. <clears throat> so, murder. <laughs> Mickey, <laughs> Mickey Joe West. Uh, she was 19 years old, a nurse's aide. Um, September 11th, 1979, she disappeared from St. Joseph, Missouri State Hospital. Okay. She never made it to her bus stop. Um, and she was never heard from again. But prior to her disappearance, she was threatened by Marvin. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god, that felt so good. She was threatened by Marvin, um, and then carried a hammer in her purse for protection. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 
strength enough to carry a full fucking hammer in your purse. Right. That's yeah. one of the worst options, too. Yeah. You have I, to that's be way was... too close to use a hammer. <laughs> and like, if you throw that, like, you have to be accurate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or you literally waste it. Yeah, you might as well just tie something to your shoe, or I don't know. Like, <laughs> So, uh, Marvin was investigated as a suspect, um, because her family believed he was involved. Oh. But Marvin's wife Oh, and Marvin's wife was her best friend and sister-in-law. What? Yeah. The twist. Um, but he passed a polygraph, so and there was very little evidence to actually implicate him. So they're like, okay. And he was. This is during the time that he was an officer. I don't know. There wasn't a lot of information, and honestly, I didn't do much more <laughs> than what was given to me. So don't know. Hmm. But he must have learned something to be able to but pass exactly. the he polygraph. Would, exactly. Yeah. He has some training, I'm assuming. I don't know if he's still in it or not. Right. Um, so, 1991, he confessed to her murder. What? Yeah. Twi- that's the twist. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, he stabbed her four times in the chest as he sat in his car, shot her twice, then buried her in a cornfield in Kansas. What? Then he also confessed to killing two other women <gasps> in 1990. Okay. Patricia Diane Rose and Crystal Lynn Simmons. Simon Simmons? I don't know. Um, burying them in the same said cornfield in Kansas. Oh my gosh. Um, and the police were like, oh fuck, we like fucked up. Because, you know, we didn't look at his car. Oh, when they when like, it, she first went missing, the like, other yeah person? didn't investigate. I'm like, why wouldn't you? Right. See, this like, is what just, I'm talking about. Just like, to check it out. <laughs> what are they doing? And this like, is 1990. Yeah, where we should have a better grasp on how to investigate. Yeah. <laughs> so he was charged with the murders of two other the two other women. And he led police to their bodies in that cornfield. And then after searching, um, they still didn't find Mickey's body. So there's this, it's called Charlie Project. I didn't really look into it, um, but I'm assuming it's like one of those things where like when people die, like shit happens, you know? Right. There's like like a a foundation in their name. Exactly. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And they still believe she's like missing and not dead. Even though he said that he definitely killed her. Okay. Yeah. But, like, it is also weird that they didn't find the body. But also... Oh, true. Does he believe he, like, really buried her? Because maybe there is a chance that she, like... But if you pulled yourself out, why are you just gonna go... Not home? I feel like you wouldn't survive four stabbings in the chest and two shots. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I feel... I mean, but remember Allison... Whatever, yes! So, I just... Superwoman? Any, anything <laughs> is possible. Like, literally. Like, I I go back to her every time I hear something. I'm like, oh, that's impossible. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> anything is... Allison, she had kids after that. Where there is the will, there is the way. Yeah. Like, Whew. But so, I feel bad for her family, because it sounds like they're just having a hard time with it mm-hmm. so like we don't really know because they don't have a body why did he confess I'm confused um, so I don't know <laughs> I truly don't know but he pleaded guilty to first degree murder of Patricia and Crystal in 
pleaded second-degree murder for Mickey, um, conditioned that the state not seek the death penalty. Um, so he was convicted of the two murders, but not Mickey's because they didn't have, like, evidence and shit. Right. Um, so he's serving life. Wow. But then I also read <coughs> about uh, letters something about they found letters or letters were sent and they were like pointing to him like saying he was it he was the person that killed Mickey yeah and, but that it was also him writing the letter I don't know what it was very confusing <laughs> and there was only a little bit of part of it so I was like I'm not gonna really include that but just give into the um craziness that is why is, did he confess and, yeah yeah so yeah that's all I have on him it's just like a weird little story yeah like if he hadn't have confessed he probably would have gotten away with that how crazy is that's that? what I think too yeah cause they, nobody was gonna search that cornfield yeah wow alright thoroughly creeped out <laughs> let's keep moving we <laughs> thoroughly ready now it has been 13 minutes so now we got Robert George Irwin. Oh, another same last names? No, Irvin and Irwin. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I thought I was going to confuse myself, so <laughs> I haven't yet. All right. So Robert George Irwin, Easter killer. <gasps> Whoa, Easter. First reaction. Ow. First reaction. He looks like somebody who would play the scary doctor in an old movie. You like know, that, like the uh, chop did shop. abortions. Yeah, and or everyone died. Yes, exactly. But was still like everybody come to me. Come I'm to good. Me. Yes, right. <laughs> they were just bad. <laughs> yeah. They were just gonna die anyway. You know? <laughs> You're not a bad doctor. They were just bad patients. <laughs> like. What? There were so many last night. Fireworks. So many fireworks, like, over there. Yeah. I'm like, how many... Is it the same people? How many fireworks did you buy? And honestly, the fireworks have been going on for, like, a month now. Literally. Night, and I'm like, you guys, <laughs> was there a meeting somewhere? Because it's everywhere. I'm just it's, like, they're like, July, all right. Yes. <laughs> we're going to hit it hard. But you know what? Middle of June, let's start... Yeah, let's testing practice. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we let's need to get our setup right. Right, the location. Yeah, exactly. To annoy the most fucking people. Right. How long it takes the police to come out? Cause they're well, legal. Usually <laughs> they search that lot next to us. Like for some reason, Justin was saying to like, he's seen like, cop cars like three, four after one another circling oh. that lot. That lot specifically next to us. Huh. And I'm like. Good vibes to everybody. <laughs> but yeah, it was creepy. What? I saw I saw it one night. I saw like three of them, one after another. Huh. Yeah, and it was late at night, like dark. Right. Creepy. Yeah. Okay. Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be, be yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Robert was born August fifth, nineteen oh seven. Oh. He was reportedly born in a tent. At an old-fashioned camp meeting ground in Portland, Oregon. What? But he wasn't. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was just the thing, apparently, people thought. I'm so confused. Yeah. When I I read that, I was like, oh, that's weird. 
And then I read another they, another few things, and it was like, no, it was actually this. And I was like, <laughs> why was that even included? Yeah, like, I'm like, is that just like a cute little right. fun fact? People thought this, but not really. People were so stupid back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy sometimes to think about that. They, somebody could have told you something, and you just had to believe it, or you like, what are you going to do? Check your thesaurus? I would have been so gullible back then. <laughs> like, exactly. if I was born any time before, like, the 90s, I would have been the most gullible person. People would have mm-hmm. been like, oh, this happened. I'm like, you're right, because I cannot yeah. look it up fast enough. And, and I'm just, I'm going to believe it. Like, they literally had to answer the phone and be like, hello? Because they didn't know. <laughs> like, imagine. <laughs> So trippy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so he was actually born in Arroyo Seco Park near Pasadena, California. And so he was named Fenelon, Fenelon Arroyo Seco Irwin uh-huh. because the river in nearby park and his favorite, or his father's favorite, the theologian? The, I was going to practice saying this word earlier. I, how do you say that? I think you said it right at first. Right? Yeah. Okay. Imagine? Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to let you say that. Yeah. Francis <laughs> Fenelon. So that's why his name was that. But okay. he later changed his name to honor his philosophical idol, Robert G. Ingersoll. So he changed it to Robert George Irwin. Okay. So he could honor his idol. <clears throat> so I got a little father side note. Um, his father was Reverend Benjamin Hardwin Irwin. He was naturally known figure in the holiness movement. He what was, is... Okay. <laughs> he founded a racially integrated radical holiness denomination in 1898. Whoa. At a national convention in Anderson, South Carolina, which was a legally segregated state at the time. Huh. Um, he denounced everything from Coca-Cola to wearing ties as sinful. And well, did Coca-Cola still have coconut at the time? Because then I get it. But <laughs> I don't think people cared at that time. That yeah, had even coconut. if <laughs> they were like, "This is better." Yeah, <laughs> don't change the formula ever, ever. <laughs> and so now his like the holiness denominate whatever mm-hmm. is now known as the International Pentecostal Holiness Church, huh. but. In the ni- in 1900, he, there was a sex scandal that ended his career, and he decided to go solo. So he just in 1902. I don't know what he meant by solo. Like I yeah, think he just like, like um. <laughs> I don't need the Lord anymore. It's just gonna be me. <laughs> I don't know if he like went that way or um went the way of you know, doing his own church. Right, like, like a, a cult. little saint there. <laughs> You're right. The real word is a cult. It's just me, guys. But yeah. if you follow me, I swear, good things. Things are going to happen. Exactly. Just give me all your money. Exactly, yes. And I will make... Give up all of your... Denounce all your relationships, all your money. Don't talk and... to fucking anybody. Yeah. But I will give you a great life. And you're also only fucking me, and <laughs> we're having kids. Exactly, Cults are terrifying. Oh my god. So, TikTok. A thing. <laughs> what? Right? Okay. Sorry. I have to decide now. Um, 
there's a girl on there. I don't know her thing. I know her name is Peach. Have you do you, have you seen her? I don't think so. Okay, maybe because you don't have a mental illness. <laughs> no, I, because she is fucking amazing. What? I her like is, I just know her name is Peach. Yeah, it's like Peach something. And um, there's this one video she fucking posted. She's like. I just would love to be, like, in a cult. Like, you know, like, people have to be around me. Like, have to like (laughs) me. Like, it was just so funny. And she's, like, and then she was, like, saying something. She's, like, wow. Oh, that sounded like, I don't know if she said, like, Hitler or, like, something, like, Nazis or something like that. Yeah. I don't know exactly what she said, but she's, like, no, 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 no. The ones that, like, drink Kool-Aid was, like. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was dying because I was like, you're right. That's like the kind of cult you want to be in. You're like, everyone loves you. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So, um, I don't know which way he went mm-hmm. because he left before uh, Robert turned three. Oh. the family poor as well. He went solo, solo. Yeah. <laughs> like solo dolo. Yes, exactly. Um, but before he left, you know... He met his mom, Robert's mom, Mary uh-huh. Lee Jordan, um, in Canada. <clears throat> but he didn't divorce his first wife, which I didn't know that happened. But yeah, now he had two wives and he left a second wife. So I'm like, oh, now you just have two marriages that you yeah just just pieced out on. And he's probably gonna go marry a, marry third. a third wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. So. I don't know at what age this is, but they say a family court judge noted Robert could go to a state reform school, so he volunteered to go do that and spent 15 months there, and this is where he learned how to sculpt. Oh, um, cool. And he soon began to idolize Lorado Taft, which is an American sculptor. Yeah. And then it said he later moved in with his family, and I'm like... Moved in with the, the, that yeah, guy's family? That, that's what I... I was very confused. Huh. Yeah. And it was like, there was no other information, like, further. Right. So I was like, I don't know if you meant, like, back in with your family, back in with his family. I Honestly, I don't know, but I feel like living with their family is it definitely... It could be a thing. Right. Yeah. Because it was fucking 19-something, yeah. so they did not care. They're like, oh, you want to learn how to sculpt? Come live with yes. us, and we will, will teach you mentor. Mentor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mentor. But a side story, in the fifth grade, did you do the fifth grade, like, outdoor experience thing or whatever, where you slept over at some, like, outdoorsy place for, like, two nights? No, but okay. I had just moved here when I was in fifth grade. Oh, okay. Well, that was the thing. Like here in fifth grade, we would go to a place called Laredo Taft, whatever center. And no was, way. Yeah, for the weekend, it, we would just like do That's nature weird. things, sing songs, and then we came home. <laughs> How funny! That's so. <laughs> That's so random. Like Laredo, like literally Laredo Taft. Yeah. When he said that, I'm like, wow. I didn't know he was... I thought he had something to do with nature. Because the whole thing is a nature place. When I said it, and you did, like, the That's So Raven, like... Yeah. Well, the past. Oh, yeah. You know, you guys got it. All right. So, he also ended up working at a waxwork studio in L.A. Terrifying. Ew, why did I say it? What? L.A. <laughs> It's some, like, fucking from Letterkenny. They, like, make fun of people oh. who say it, and they're like, l like, the whole time. That's what I felt like. Okay. <clears throat> he worked there 
um, and carved commercial busts of FDR and other public figures. Oh, so that's kind of a cool job. It is, but also, who needs those? Yeah. <laughs> how, how many do you have to carve? Yeah. You get like one order every three weeks. <laughs> I mean, I guess if it's like, like a really nice sculpture, it takes probably a long time. That's true. But it's just like random. very yeah. Very random. And only those specific people like it's like only I don't know. Just I don't know. Can you ask anybody like send you a picture? Yeah. Can you make a I'll give you the Can dimensions. You make it yeah, exactly. I'll give you the circumference of this head. <laughs> Took me thirty five dollars to take these four pictures for you to sculpt them. <laughs> My husband was asking why I was measuring yes. that and I just had to say I was buying him a hat. Like <laughs> oh and you're like, gosh. and you're like, I don't know what to tell the people at Lids or whatever, yeah. you know? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> what size? <laughs> I don't know what to tell them. I only say that because I tried my hat once, like the, my DSP hat. That oh I bought. yeah, yeah. I didn't know what size, and I know have a, I have a big head, so I'm like, <laughs> what's the what's, biggest yeah. one you have, <laughs> sir? And sir, are you fucking embarrassing me? Can yes. you just give me a. The biggest one, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, um, my God. That's just reminded me of that, because, like, they have those weird sizes that I'm like... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't buy enough hats to really know this information. Yeah. I, I thought know. it was just, like, one size fits like. <laughs> I only get the one size fits all yeah, hats. exactly. What's the size that they have at Target? <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. All right. Whew. Yeah, that's where we ended. All right. Uh, so his descent into madness. Robert was considered bri- brilliant, if erratic, and at times violent. Mm-hmm. He tried to emasculate himself with a razor. What? So does that mean like cutting off your penis? I believe so, or mutilating it to the point where it's harder to use it. To use, yeah. yeah. I didn't really look it up exactly because I'm like, there's probably multiple definitions. But that's crazy. Yeah, like, that's hardcore something's up. Yeah. Uh, So then he consented to be committed to a state mental hospital, Mm -hmm. um, initially stayed there a year, and then once he was discharged, he moved to New York City into a room, a rooming house owned by Mary, I'm going to say Gideon. Okay. Uh. I don't know why I drink these acting like I'm not going to burn. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he fell hard for her daughter, Ethel, um, but her, the love was not returned. <laughs> uh, that's literally what I wrote. Wow, about. that is so funny. So sad. Well, I mean, he's had some issues and he, like, cut him just... There's a lot going on there. Yeah. You know? he's probably He probably has a very chaotic energy. Right. And Ethel sounds like a very nice girl. <laughs> She's not ready for all that. <laughs> so, once again, uh, some mental help for about two years. Really? From her rejection? Yeah, I don't know how long the stint right. was in between. But two years more at Rockland State Hospital in Orangeburg, New York. Hmm. Um, released in the summer of 1936. And by that time, Ethel had married Joseph Kudner. Uh-oh, he, like, went back to check on what she was doing? Yeah. Uh-oh. So he decided to make a sculpture of her with a cobra coiled around her neck. Just casual. Oh, my gosh. I'm so over it. Yeah. 
That's what he was saying. Uh, he enrolled at St. Lawrence University in Canton, New York, and went to their theological school. Hmm. I, every time I say that out loud, that sounds like wrong. Why? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. It literally, to my mind right now, it sounds so wrong. Like, yeah. that's not the right way to say it, but okay. Just me going crazy. Um, <laughs> so he was expelled on March 18th, 1937, <gasps> 10 days before Easter, because of instability. Oh. In quotes. Yeah. Um, so he rented a room for a day. But it was a $2.50 room a week. Like, a week room. Right. So, I mean, yeah, whatever. So, like, for a day, weird. Um, <laughs> so, like, it's <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Several blocks from Mary, G- Mary Gideon's rooming house. Um, and then after considering and rejecting his own idea of drowning himself in the East River, uh-huh. uh, he decided to walk to her rooming house. Oh, yeah. Much better idea. Mm-hmm. So, chronologically, what the police know, Easter Sunday, 2 a.m., Gideon's upstairs neighbor uh, noticed that their door was partially open, so he closed it. One, what the fuck? Yeah. Call the police. Or be like, hello, are you there? If you hear no answer, call the police. Yeah. Um, So, no, he just closed it and went home. (laughs) <laughs> and then around 3 a.m., Veronica, Mary Gideon's younger daughter, returned home. She was all fucked up from a date. Um, <clears throat> and then the next thing that happened was family was coming over for Easter dinner and found their bodies. Oh, my gosh. Partially clothed. In Mary, So Mary and Veronica were found in Veronica's room. Mary was strangled and stabbed. Veronica was strangled. And then a nearby room... A guy, Frank Burns, who was staying there because it was like a housing place. Right. Um, he was a deaf English waiter, and he was stabbed just a lot in bed. Yeah, as he slept. Were there even locks on these doors? I'm just probably not. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> what the fuck? Also, people don't think that they're gonna get stabbed in the middle of the night. Yeah, so. very true. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, just like the house door. Yeah, we should be okay. We should be fine. <laughs> um, so the suspects, uh, police initially focused on a driver. Huh? That's all they said. Okay. So I was like, cool. Um, then they went to Mary Gideon's ex-husband Joseph, and then all of a sudden. They went to um, Robert, and that was April 5th. So, March 28th to April 5th. That is a short amount of time. That is. To go through two suspects, and you're like, no, no, this guy. Let's let's focus on this guy. Huh. So, they started looking into Robert, and this was partially due, and I realized after I wrote or read this part why it was so quick. Um... A sculpture was carved <gasps> in fucking bath soap what? and was left there. Like, you're a dumb bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to get caught. Yeah, like, I'm so confused. <sighs> yeah, he's like, that was too much. I need to relax for a second. Let me just, <laughs> yeah. let me just carve away. Oh, gotta go. And yeah. I just left it. I don't know. So... There was a nationwide manhunt for Robert, 
um, Ethel Gideon uh-huh. and Robert's psychiatrist expressed doubts that he was even capable of committing the murders. Really? But State Inspector John Lyons reported, stating of Robert, it makes no difference whether he committed 300 murders so far as the state is concerned. His psychopathic background shows he is insane. Uh. And when I read that quote, I was like, What? <laughs> it makes no difference whether he committed 300 murders so far as the state is concerned. Shouldn't you say it, it makes no difference if he committed one murder? I feel like they're as the saying state's like because like it doesn't matter if he committed one person committed one murder. He's fucking crazy. We should take him out of the streets. You know, like why would you say more murders? Yeah, I don't get that either. That's what I was confused. It is a weird way to phrase it. Yeah, I was just like, mm, you could have said that better. Yeah. But whatever, John Lyons. Um, <laughs> that John. Fucking John. Um, so he surrendered in 1937. What? Um, yes. But first, before right before he surrendered, um, his picture was in a magazine, and a pantry maid saw the picture in this pulp magazine and noticed a resemblance because a bar boy started less than two months ago and went by the name Bob Murray. So she went and asked him and was like, oh, like, what's your last name? And he's like, Murray, why? It's like, oh, do you know Robert Irwin? Because, like, you know, they fucking are the same person. Right. And he's like, no, I don't know who that is. And then literally, like... As she, like, you know, left, he literally cleaned out his locker and left. Oh, and, and decided. And was yeah. like, deuces. <laughs> like, you know who I am now. That's funny. <clears throat> but the next day, he fucking calls the Chicago Tribune and is like, I'm going to surrender and, like, give you the scoop if you give me this. And they're like, this is a prank. So they didn't do anything. That's funny. Oh my god. So then he called the Chicago Herald Examiner and they took it seriously. So they made an arrangement and Robert would be paid five thousand for an exclusive story and then he would surrender. Whoa. So he arrived at the offices of Chicago Herald Examiner and the city editor John D, reporters G. Duncan B and Austin O kept him in a room at the Morrison Hotel in Chicago and worked on the terms of his confession, which they would publish as an exclusive while also shielding him from the police for the time being. What? Yeah, I thought that was... giving him $5,000? For the time, that's a ton of money. This is very weird. And I'm just like, so is the 5000 for, like, when you go in jail, so you have money in there? Right. Or is it for this time that you're not in jail? You're just like, going to have a lot of fun in a short amount of Exactly. <laughs> like, I didn't know what it was for. Like, they didn't really say, so. And I'm confused on what they want. So they want him to, like, give the confession, they type it all out, publish it, and then they tell the police, like, oh, yes, we, <laughs> like, I'm confused. Pretty much. Very weird. So, I think they got his confession. I don't know if they, like, waited. I don't know if they published, then turned him in, or turned him in, and then, like, published that day, or, like, whatever the time frame for that was. But, yeah, that was 
pretty much the gist. Like, isn't that fuck? Like, that is. And they were like, no police involvement yet. Like, the fact that they were doing what detectives would do is just... What? There's the police for ya. <laughs> um, so they flew uh, Robert to New York, where they turned him over to the police. And Samuel Leibowitz appeared as Robert's attorney. Attorney, yeah. And he was a famous New York criminal defense attorney, and he saved 123 murder defendants from the death penalty. Huh. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. 123 people in fucking 1937. Wow. 1937. Like, I'm trying to think of the 30s right now, and I'm like, it was not that... Crazy. I don't know. 123 people? That is a lot of people. But I feel like they were more pro-death penalty along, like, during that time. Oh, than yeah, right for, now. Sure, for sure. I feel like it was Everybody much was like, yeah. you stole, death penalty. You right. killed this cat on accident, death penalty. And I don't think there was any sort of real appeals process at oh. the time, or it was much shorter. It was like the mayor. He's like, nah, I agree with him. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) But not really. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Uh, So his published confession, he stated that he originally intended to kill Ethel because, in quotes, she was the dearest object in the world, end quotes, to him. Cut back to her being like, I don't think he could do this. Like, what? Um, But he, in quotes, accidentally killed the others. Huh. I don't know how you (laughs) accidentally killed three other people. Right. (laughs) Like, very (laughs) aggressively as well. Like, three other... Maybe one person that you thought was her or something. Right. But But three? Three. Yeah. And the man? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was just sleeping. Right. Uh, well, actually, well, I guess that. Um, he went to um, getting their flat because he was spe- he was expecting to find her, which I don't get because he knew she was married, so right. like she wouldn't be like with the mom like at their like, lodging house. yeah house, exactly. So I was like, were you really expecting Ethel? Um, so he first struck and strangled Mary. After Mary had asked him to leave. Oh. Then he terrorized Veronica. I don't know what terrorized means exactly. I don't know if he, like, fucked with her or something. I don't know. Um, but he wasn't going to kill her, but only strangled her once she called him by name. And so, huh. like, said, like, oh, I fucking know who you are, so, like, oh, I can right. say who did this. Um, and then he, like, didn't want to leave a witness now because there's two dead bodies and he goes into Frank's room and stabs him to death. But he doesn't know he's deaf, so this bitch is literally just lying there. Yeah. It, oh. that's. I feel like that's the most sad. Right. That is really sad. Like, you literally were just lodging here, and, like, you're deaf, and you were just sleeping. And just... somebody just came in and was like, no witnesses! You were like, I literally just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, no. <sighs> that is sad. Um, and then in a confession to New York police, he compared, he compared himself to a radio. Huh? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna read this little. Okay. Yeah. 
I honestly didn't even read it. I just copied and pasted it, so it's going to be really new for both of us. <laughs> We're going to experience this together. Yes. Um, Bob Irwin is nothing. I am only a receiving set, an extremely imperfect one, which can indistinctly tune in the divine mind. You have heard a radio that isn't working well. You turn the dials and get a squawking. Once in a while, can we get the pure, clear music? My whole idea in life was to perfect myself so the receiving set could always get the divine music at its best. Uh, All right. After reading that, I mean, I half listen to myself when I read, so, like... I'm confused. He thinks of himself just as a receiver from his own mind. And it's like, sometimes he's out of tune. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know either. I'm like picturing Babe Little Tester characters. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Why is I too? Like, when he goes into the back and there's all the, the fucking gadgets, like, half broken. <laughs> I am a receiver. <laughs> The person taking the statement's like, okay. <laughs> you guys were getting those? Yeah. This is what you, <laughs> the last, okay. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. What? All right. So, sentencing. Hours after New York police took Robert into custody, he was indicted for three counts of first-degree murder. Oh. And I looked up what indicted means because I do <laughs> not know. It just means formally charges a person. Yeah. Like, formally. So, Inspector um, Lyon, initial review was that Robert was insane, mm-hmm. but New York found him normal at the time of the murder, saying that he knew the nature and quality of his acts. Which, I guess, because he did say, like, I intended to kill this person. Right. And I accidentally killed the other people. Like, yeah. If you intended to kill one person, like, you, you knew you were killing the other people when he said accidentally as well I was thinking like oh maybe the lights were off and he was like trying to catch her off guard but then you said she was like can you leave so he just saw her and that yeah there's no accident yeah there was like I'm gonna kill you now exactly (laughs) um also sorry to any victims we just this is for entertainment Right. That doesn't sound any better, but... But, you know, making jokes while talking about sensitive topics like this helps us to emotionally distance ourselves and not, you know, break down because this is actually very sad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dark humor. Dark humor. Correct. Okay. Also, do your own research. Um, (laughs) Just throw that one in there. (laughs) Got to throw it in there. Um, so the Office of District Attorney William D. announced that they would seek the death penalty. But in September of 1937, the presiding judge postponed the trial to await the findings of a three-member commission that was evaluating Robert's sanity. They ended up oh. concluding that he was sane. Okay. So the new district attorney, Thomas D., not related. <laughs> he beat the other guy. Uh, resumed the prosecution. And his trial date approached uh, fall of 1938. William A., the warden of Toombs Detention Center, where he was staying at, said, Irwin certainly isn't crazy now. He's as normal as any man in prison. Hmm. 
But his attorney replied to that, saying that Irwin was, is, and will be hopelessly insane. He's crazy as a bedbug. What? How do we even know that bedbugs are crazy? <laughs> like, we don't know that now, so you certainly didn't know that in 1938. <laughs> like, Math is not real. No. <laughs> Sir, did somebody tell you that? That they're crazy? You just had to believe it? <laughs> did a bad bug talk to you? Yeah, because exactly. that's the real problem. Crazy exactly. <laughs> uh, as a bad bug. I know, so fucking random. When I read that, I was like, who says that? Yeah. <laughs> But again, it's 1930. <laughs> like, was that a thing? Maybe. Um, as soon as the jury was selected, Robert pled guilty to three counts of second degree murder in exchange for avoiding the death penalty. And don't forget this a pair of trousers he abandoned in a suitcase at Grand Central Station the year before. He wants them to be returned to him. Oh, right. Okay, right. You know what? I've got to write that down. Yes, exactly. Highlight, mm-hmm. bold. What kind of suitcase was it? <laughs> we'll find it. Was it custom? Exactly. Did you get it engraved? Because you know it only stay it, there. <laughs> what? Yeah, I read that. I was like, I don't even know if that's real. Well, I'm gonna fucking put it in there because that's fucking funny. Um. So, judge. James W. sentenced him to a hundred and... <laughs> what the fucking accent was that? <laughs> he sentenced him to a hundred and thirty-nine years to life in prison. Oh. So you got ninety-nine years to life for Frank Burns, twenty years to life for Mary Gideon, and twenty years to life for Veronica Gideon. And I'm like, see... They knew, too. Like, damn, they fucked up Frank. He was just fucking sleeping. Yeah, they were like, that is the truly evil crime. Yeah. I, I mean, mean everyone else, they're yeah. all evil. All evil, but that one was just, That's like, so up. unnecessary. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, all, sir, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I, I, like, try to say, like, one part's the worst. I'm like, no, just all of it yeah, is fucking it's awful. it's all very bad. Yeah. It's very easy not to kill people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've done it. Right. My whole life. <laughs> 26 years now. Woo! Like, what? Uh, so he was sentenced to... Or he was sentenced. He was sent to Sing Sing Prison for a psych evaluation, and the doctors ruled him, in quotes, very definitely insane. What? I don't get the... What is this diagnosis? Yeah. Can we stop using just, like, we don't need just the shortened version. We need the whole... To give me this, yeah. all the details. All of them. Exactly. Because these terms are just, like, mm, pretty crazy. Kind of crazy. Insane. Like... So give them one dose, two dose, yeah, three dose. That's how you do it. Uh. That's how they probably fucking figured it out back then. So he went to uh, a state hospital. Oh. That, that December. <gasps> so he died. Yeah. Good. Um, in 1975, when he was 68 years old, in a state hospital for the criminally insane in Fishkill, New York. I was going to say this wow. earlier. Fucking New York has weird fucking names. Orangeburg and Fishkill. Like, what are you, what? Yeah. I don't know. 
They're like, let let's get two kind of words. <laughs> stick Confirm. all different words exactly. together. Yeah. It's a whole new world here, guys. Yeah. So he, he died of cancer, and that was it. Wow. That's the end of that. I do believe he was crazy, too, but I kind of wish that he hadn't gotten to live in a state hospital, because it's definitely a nicer environment than prison. It sucks, because, like, you know he, like, knew. Right. But there's also that part where he is mentally challenged, disabled, unstable, unstable, whatever. Yeah. So it's hard. Because, like, I do believe people that are actually insane and are insane in the the moment and everything do yeah. deserve to try to go to a state hospital and try to fix whatever's going on. Right. But if you were just like, I'm going to kill this person, kill this person, you should fucking go to jail. Like. Yeah, I think so, too. But also, the prison system's fucked up. I just... The this, whole thing. It's hard to know. The whole fucking judicial system is fucked up. <laughs> like, I can't even... I never want to be arrested. I just hope I'm never arrested because I'm so nervous. Like, I remember that one. Do you remember that one time I got pulled over? Oh, and then and like, I cried. The to whole my... police department like showed up for yeah. no reason. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. <gasps> yeah, that's terrifying. That was the most insane thing, and it was like so fucking cold, and I'm like outside. And I'm like, how am I not supposed to be shaking right now? It's <laughs> freezing. <laughs> Officer. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, I just remember crying to my mom that night, and I'm like, I got a thing in. like, were you, like, did you get a DUI? I was like, no. And she's like, it's fine then. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I was very scared. Yeah. And then they're like, trust the police. The police are there to help you. But they always make you feel so uncomfortable, so. They do. What's the. He was, like, <laughs> kind it. of nice, but. Having, like, the three or four other cop cars behind them, I was right, like, for... I'm sorry, I am just a small... Yes, I am 12. Yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> Fuck. That was a crazy night. That was a crazy night. Was crazy. All right, that, well, that's it, guys. That's that's the two two stories we yeah. have today. Irvin and Irwin? Or Irwin and Irvin? Irvin and Irwin. Irvin and Irwin. Mm-hmm. Two... Crazy people, I guess. I don't know. I feel bad for people that were crazy before, I don't know, kind of oh. relatively recently because you could have been... Not even recently, had, like, I feel like. problems Jesus. and they were just like, lock them away forever instead of actually trying to help you. Or, or like electroshock therapy and yeah, shit. Yeah, like, just a whole bunch of very weird things. Yeah, let's just lobotomize you. Exactly. <laughs> I think it'll help. Oh, you're crying all the time? Let's just lobotomize you and you'll be fine. Having too many emotions is too much. Yeah. For society. Not for you, but for society. Like, literally, like, I feel like I would have been lobotomized if I was, like, back then and I had to get married, like, at such a young age. And, like, I probably, in my state, like, if I was exactly the same person as I, like, back then, I would have, I feel like my husband would have been, like... We need to get you checked out. I feel like I would definitely be, like, a day drinker. Yes. A day drinker mom. Same. Yeah. Same. Wow. Probably smoke weed on the side, because you got to get through the day. Truly. Truly. Where's mommy's little helpers? (laughs) Your kids, like, bring the pill bottles? No, it just gets very dark. (laughs) Yeah, well, okay. (laughs) Anyway, this one's over, guys. (laughs) Wait, wait, right before, that just reminded me, I laughed like Kitty from fucking 
the 70s show like almost exactly like her in the car and I like <laughs> look to Jack and I'm like no I'm like I love her she's amazing but no I am <laughs> too young too oh young for God. this laugh <laughs> okay that's the end of the show <laughs> thanks for listening guys yeah. see you next time well you won't stop lying to them. I was just, you know, y'all see you around. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>